welcome to the first episode of uh, the newly founded uh, podcast transcends all uh, former entertainment up to this point. Uh, it blows Citizen Kane out of the water and it's only been on for 20 seconds. Uh, the, the three of us are th- your three hosts uh, will be <clears throat> talking about films, entertainment, uh, you know, a vari- variety shows, burlesque, all sorts of things that uh, you may or may not be interested in or, or uh, interested in us thinking about. Uh, I'd like to introduce myself first and foremost. My name is Billy Broder. I am a uh, film student, a comedic arts student at Emerson College, the uh, scam house of liberal arts lies. Um, <laughs> my, my two great friends here have asked me to do this uh, podcast with them. Well, not Penny. Penny was practically forced into doing this, but <laughs> James, James asked us to do this podcast with him and the two of us were uh, eager beavers to get our, our voices out there and our opinions known by the masses. Um, we're recording this in our bedrooms, socially distanced, hence why you're not uh, getting a cool video of a fun little studio with a little nerd on a laptop looking things up for us. Uh, we're the three nerds on the laptops uh, looking our own shit up. Uh, this is going to be a PG-13 show, just so everybody knows. Um uh, everybody's prepared for it. Uh, my name is Billy, as I've previously said, and I'm now going to let the two other uh, hosts of the show introduce themselves. Uh, my name is James Bouchard. I'm a former student from UMass Dartmouth, and I am currently an accountant. So, you know, that brings lots of hot takes on uh, very boring things. <laughs> um, I have invited my two friends to do this podcast with me. I think we are all very different people, uh, very different backgrounds, very different opinions. Um, so yeah, should be a good time. And I am Penny Peeper. Um, I'm the lone duck from Southeast Missouri. Let's uh, go. <laughs> and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. Penny Peeper. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Penny is the coolest name. Penny is the coolest name out of all of us, for sure. Well, and then Peeper, you know, I'm like a superhero, basically. Yes, exactly. The alliteration. I mean, I've got alliteration, and Billy Broder (laughs) still doesn't hold a candle to Penny Peeper. We uh, we have an ice cream place near our house that is uh, named after the Peepers. Do you know my grandfather used to own that building, James? Uh, Small world, dude. Yeah, small, small small world. world. But this isn't a podcast about buildings my grandfather owned. (laughs) It's a podcast about movies. This is a podcast of whatever we want. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Second episode, uh, podcast about buildings Billy's uh, grandfather (laughs) owned. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm there. He's downstairs, I'll ask him. (laughs) Um, But this first episode... uh, To a raucous start, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was just Halloween. Uh, yesterday, um, so we thought we would uh, be late by a day on the on the train of horror movies. <laughs> did you enjoy the full moon, Penny and James? Yes, I, I did not peek at it once. I have that's pictures. James, you didn't peek at the moon. Thank, that's cool, Penny. You should send those. <laughs> all right, that'll be our podcast picture. Oh, that's yeah. not a bad idea at all. If they get <laughs> cool enough. Oh wow, James, okay. you didn't look at the moon once. No, dude. Dude, why? What are you? What's wrong with you? I might start howling, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, at least you'd be. Oh God, whatever. Speaking of that, so we all have seen horror movies, right? Recently, yeah. yes, fairly uh, recently. <laughs> today, for uh, some of us, because <laughs> we like to do things last minute. So, 
who wants to talk about their horror their horror film favorite scariest you start penny you start Me? okay yeah. i'll start okay so i was given the task to watch a horror movie which if you know me, um, which I guess none of you probably do, but um, I'm not a big movie person. <laughs> um, but I yeah, do Penny, like How many movies would you say you watch a year? What did you tell us? A year? Oh, yeah, probably yeah. like I could count on one hand probably. Whenever <laughs> whenever I'm drugged to the movies with my friends pretty much. I well, don't honestly, I'm upon- to the movies, huh? Yeah, theater industry is going to be hurting. <laughs> Oh, that's sad. I didn't mean to kill the vibe all of a sudden on the <laughs> yeah, podcast train. Um, but just just to go back a couple minutes, uh, when I asked Penny to do a movie podcast and her immediate response was, oh, I hate movies, I was sold. <laughs> Immediately sold. Yeah, Somehow that was, yeah, that made me a great candidate for this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. There are, there, there's documented proof of us being like, oh, perfect, Penny. Well, you got to do this with us. <laughs> So I remembered immediately when you guys said horror film, I immediately remembered this movie I watched in my childhood, um, probably younger than I should have been when I watched it. But I have an older sister who has a friend who's obsessed with horror movies and anything, anything kind of with the Halloween vibe. Um, And she would buy these movies from, I don't know where she got them, probably like Blockbuster or whatever was alive back then. Um, You would get these that were like banned from theaters because they were like too scary or I don't know what they weren't allowed to be in theaters is what her claim was. I guess I never looked that up, but, um, and I could never remember the name of this movie. So this really took some digging to find, Um, but it's called unrest Uh, and it's an after dark films. It's kind of an indie independent horror film kind of a low budget uh, type of thing, which kind of made it even better in my opinion. Um, But uh, we watched that in our basement when I was a child with my sister and her friend. Um, And I remember it was pretty scary. It was, I think it was the scariest movie I've ever seen. Definitely to that point. Um, I've seen a few in theaters that, you know, like when you go to the movie theaters and you see horror films and they end up just kind of being like laughable. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like all of I saw, pictures. I saw Turning of the Screw recently. This guy dragged me on a date to Turning of the Screw, and I genuinely, I had to it's like funny. in my eyes open. It was such a boring, <laughs> awful movie. We watched what is it called? Those movies? I don't know. There's some really popular ones that, like, literally the whole theater was laughing at the jump scares that were so ridiculous. But anyways, that was kind of off track. I'm reading about this movie Unrest. It's freaking crazy. So is it the After Dark Films one? There's there's a couple different ones called Unrest. Oh, oh I could be on the wrong one. Is this the one about um, uh, the um, – is this the one that uses real bodies? Yeah, so they have – Oh, my God. Real, they have a, um, a real corpse. Um, and the premise of this is there's this girl. She's a young med student. Um, she's a doctor, but she's like a first year in this – hospital and they have to go to uh the corpses and like you know dissect corpses and stuff uh just for their studies and she's like she says she's agnostic or atheist or whatever and you know doesn't believe in spirits and such until she gets this body this corpse to you know research with um and she's actually in a group with a couple other people but um you know they reveal the body and she just gets these weird vibes and at first, it's it's kind of silly. It's like, 
I don't know. Every time I look at her, I just get this feeling. And it's like, okay, like, you know, low budget film though. But they're talking about a real body. That's the body that's used in the it movie. It is a that real body. About. Yeah. Wow. The, the yeah, I've body, seen that. Which I wonder how they get away with that. Like, I think I've actually read about this movie before. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's good though. It's really good. Um, and I forgot to mention, I rewatched it today just to kind of refresh my memory on it. And it really was just as good. It was still scary. Yeah, and I mean, I yeah. watched it in broad daylight today. So I, just, I remember this I poster. I'm looking at the poster right now. I remember seeing this somehow, the like body crawling out of the morgue door. Yes. I, don't, I don't remember ever even hearing about this movie. I am, I am reading right now that um, what is it that uh, Poltergeist uh-huh. in 1982? The have you guys seen Poltergeist? I've not. I don't think I have. I, I haven't seen it either. So I was, I was hoping one of you had a base to explain <laughs> this, screen, this scene. But I'm reading that they used uh, real skeletons in a in the scene where the mother falls into the pool. I'm I'm just on Wikipedia. But if right. anyone who ends up listening is is uh, familiar with that poltergeist scene, those are real skeletons as well. That's crazy. Like, do you like that on your driver's license? Skeletons. Hey, this um, this seems like a cool movie. How long is it? So it's. It's an hour and a half long. It's actually pretty short. Um, but this, so this girl like goes to her professors and is like, you know, there's, there's weird vibes and they're, of course they don't believe her. She's just, you know, they think she's just creeped out by the bodies. Um, but then these deaths start happening of everybody who comes in contact with the corpse. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, James, you want to hear a fun fact? Is it about this movie? Yes. Yes, the director named their children Odin and Thor. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, that guy seems tapped though. Yeah, it does sound tapped. I'll <laughs> uh, continue. I mean, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no. Well, I did mean oh, to, but fine. I shouldn't have. <laughs> I love your facts. That's fine. Um, so basically, she's trying to figure out what this corpse or what this spirit that is residing in the corpse what what the spirit wants from her it seems to be calling out to her and talking to her um, and they kind of do some research which they get kind of hung up on because you know they're not supposed to know anything about their bodies so she's like illegally going through documents that I honestly don't know how she gets access to and there's a lot of points in this movie when you're like why is she not being arrested right now <laughs> because like, dead bodies keep showing up around here and it's because of a spirit and her fingerprints are on everything and she's finding all these bodies kind of suspicious but she gets out of it yeah uh, in real but, life that woman would be in a high profile trial I know, she'd be in like a psych ward but... um, the suspension of disbelief over stuff like that is definitely one of my biggest issues with horror movies in general exactly but, yeah but continue continue but later it's revealed that the cadaver is of a person um who once led an archaeological expedition on an aztec uh sacrifice like sacrificial site Ooh. who so she had ended up uncovering like 50,000 bodies, which were offered to, I'm going to butcher this. I can't remember how they said it. Tlazoltoltl, the Aztec god. like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the Aztec god of fertility and prostitution. So apparently she like disturbed all of these spirits when she uncovered them. And then she herself became a prostitute and started showing symptoms of these mental 
these mental imbalances. Um, and later in life, I honestly, I'm just amazed that we're that far behind as a society that the Aztecs held fertility and prostitution (laughs) up with the same God and we like like, have zero respect for sex workers in our society whatsoever. Like as a whole, obviously it's getting better, but like, good God, the Aztecs had us beat. They were fucking cutting hearts out and shit. Oh my God. No, I mean like, like it's just crazy that we'd be, we'd be so behind someone that long ago. Interesting take. Um, I will say this is not where I thought this movie was going in any possible way. Well, does, does it show um, like flashbacks to the Aztec site? Not really. I mean, there's like a couple of scenes where they're trying to uncover who this woman is, where it shows like a couple of videos of her past. But okay. it's mostly like her in interviews with people. Um, yeah, I, I love the premise for this movie. Like a, a med school student who like has a supernatural connection to a cadaver that they're working on. Yeah. And she has a really started, smart idea. What'd she you starts say? like, uh, so this, this lady that uncovered the bodies starts going more and more insane and like killing people. And, and that's exactly what this med student starts to, she sees herself going down the trail. And especially when she watches those videos back of the, the corpse, the, the lady, um, like she, watches an interview where the lady says the exact same words that she had said to her professor. Or like she was really scared thinking that she was going to get down that road to losing her mind and murdering people. Um, but um, go ahead. If, if you had to rate this movie on a scale from one to 10, how scary, how scary. Oh, that, yeah. That's hard because like when I first watched it as a kid, I mean, I wasn't, too young. I mean, I was probably maybe not quite a teenager, maybe a young teenager, but I, I would have 2006. Said that's not that's not that bad. 2006 is when it came out. Yeah. Okay, so then I would have been in like I guess 6th grade, I think. Right? Yeah, it makes sense. So I don't know ages and grades at all. I just so. remember I, I, I never yeah. get that shit either. I graduated in 2012. So I was in 12th grade in 2012. So in 2012, Oh yeah, yeah. So you're in like 6th grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. So. That is some great deductive reason. Right there. <laughs> I don't know how old I was, but I was in 6th grade. 12. Uh, yeah, I would have said like 9 out of 10 scariness, uh but you know when you rewatch stuff it kind of loses its scariness value. Plus it was Did you movie. remember? Did you remember parts of it from Oh yeah. Ago? I could, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember in my head when I was trying to find the movie, there was things I would search and I could remember like they had these corpses in like a formaldehyde bath basically. Cause I, you know, that's, I guess that's where yeah. they keep them. Um, I remember them trying to get a body out the, 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 you know, the mad spirit body out of there and they had to like climb in the main character and some other, her, her love interest. <laughs> They had to climb in and then, you know, like spooky spirit shut the lid on them. And they're like, <laughs> this formaldehyde bath <laughs> on the door. And that's like, that's one of the things that stuck with me in that movie of what was so scary. So like, that was still pretty scary idea. Definitely. Um, Especially it's for weird. film. Um, the, when I was trying to think of what is the scariest movie I've ever seen, um, which is what I kind of went into this with, is um, I came up with by far the scariest movie as a kid. Men in Black 2. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely a contender. Um, but then I also thought of the scariest movie I've seen as like, I guess like a young adult, whatever. Um, and 
it's geek because the scariest movie I said um, as a kid was Disturbia. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. It has Shia LaBeouf in it. No, but I've heard um, of it. No, but I will watch it now. I love it. Is, uh, <laughs> it is a geek movie. Um, it is about uh, this kid, Shia LaBeouf, who is under house arrest. Um, and the only thing he has going for him is that he likes to spy on his neighbors. And uh, on one side of his house, it's you know two hot girls, whatever. So he spies on them. And then the other side is just this old creepy guy. And Oh, my uh, God. Can you imagine being Shia LaBeouf? post holes and you get like this script. <laughs> you get this script from your agent and you're Shia LaBeouf like you're gonna grow into the most interesting person in the world and you're just thinking to yourself like I have to have this role I'm the fucking holes guy they're gonna they gotta <laughs> give it to me he is definitely I'm on top of the world fucking yell nats. <laughs> I think this is like I think it came out in like 2008 maybe um 2007 so like, this close so okay so 2000 so like he is he is he is like the shia oh, LaBeouf, this is post you know? yeah, this is, wait when was transformers oh the first one first very one, yeah. very close yeah, right? transformers first one is the same exact this came out the same year so this wow, okay. is the other movie he had worked on like during the transformers period in his yeah movie. let me tell you transformers was much better oh um, yeah sure it doesn't sound great <laughs> but uh moral of the story is this guy uh, basically kills woman and uh, he has like this secret room in his house that's like not on any uh, like floor plans or anything and he has like the secret basement where like he like buries people inside his walls and uh, and like buries them under his floorboards and uh, it culminates into one of Shia's friends going in with like a live video camera and um, he falls down like the video camera falls down in front of a vent before he gets out and uh, they replay it, uh, the video camera and see that there's a face inside the vent, like a, like a, a oh. dead body. And uh, let me tell you as a, I was uh, nine years old when I watched this, uh, that was the pinnacle of horror. <laughs> um, I think I had nightmares about faces inside vents for uh, months, months. That's of scary. It's like vents in everyone's house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I have an old, bald, creepy neighbor. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, this, this is going to happen to me if I don't mind my business. He is going to bury me in his floorboards. Can, um, we, just, can we take a second to just acknowledge um, Rihanna's enormous hit song, Disturbia? Yes. Well. I was yeah. going to say something about it, but I thought the um, time had passed for the joke. So no, when I, the time has never passed for Miss Rihanna. <laughs> So it's geek that you say that because whenever I would tell people that Disturbia is like the scariest movie I've ever seen, they'd always be like, "Oh, like the song?" Bum, bum, like, no, bum, 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 that's just like yeah. the soundtrack for the whole thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the song is uh, is in the movie. No, I'm gonna look that up right. I'm pretty now. sure it's in the credits. No, it's released in 2008. No chance. Oh, Viola Davis is in this too. She's one of the detectives, huh? Maybe I have not seen the movie in many years. Well, um, she is. I'm on. I'm on the wiki. She is. But it, it like scarred me. Like uh, I used to go to like CCD as a kid. Yeah, me too. And, uh, we went to the same used, CCD. Yeah, yeah. I used to go and be like, "Please, Wait, what is, God, what is CCD? please save me." Oh, oh, Penny. CCD is catechism, so it's like Catholic, like church okay. school that you go to once a week and you learn about the Bible. Oh, okay. um, and we used to do prayers at the end of it, and yeah, um, pray. I remember I used to pray for for God and Jesus not to like feed poor people or anything. 
I used to be like, please protect me from being buried in my neighbor's oh. walls. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be in the walls. Um, and then pretty soon after I saw that, I, uh, I watched, and I remember I'm still like nine years old, so I don't know why anyone watching me would let me watch this. Um, but there was a serial killer. I think it might've been like, um, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, he would, uh, he'd kidnap boys and bury him, them in their floorboard. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. Um, and I had watched this and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's happening in real life. <laughs> there are people that will bury me in the floorboards and their walls. Yeah, totally um, there are, so, are. yeah, basically throughout my, my young adolescence, I was petrified of being in, in someone's walls dead, never to be found. Wow. Did you read, um, um, did you read the, the cask of, of Mont- what, what is it? The Poe thing, the cask of, uh, uh the Monte cast Carlo of Montellano, the cast yeah. of Montellano. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. That one? Um, I I very faintly remember it. Um, he does the same thing. He walls his like his like like his nemesis. He like invites him over to bury the hatchet or something, and then he walls him into his home, and he listens to the screams till he dies. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, same um, here for sure. But you know, it didn't really hit me because that story doesn't have Shia LaBeouf in it. This this um, this Disturbia movie was made by DreamWorks. That's crazy. That wow, they really sunk. So I mean, where? Stri- I mean, how much did this? Let's figure out how much this movie made. Yeah, James. Maybe Strike Three didn't really hit. This movie made over a hundred million dollars, James. James, did you watch this in a theater or like at home? I watched this. At, okay, so okay, my my Nana. Uh, we used to Your drive nana? up to a socket, and my my nana used to watch me and my two sisters. And um, my nana, for some reason, was like, "Okay, you guys, you guys can pick from on demand." So maybe I watched this in like 2009 or 2008 when it was on on demand. Okay, okay. she's um, like, "All right, kids." Yeah, and they were like, "You guys can watch whatever you want." So as me as like a nine or ten year old, my sisters are older than me, and uh, uh-huh. they put on House of Wax and Disturbia back to back, and uh, I was I was petrified i just see you like on the end of the couch with a blanket like trembling with your eyes wide open <laughs> no nah, like i was so scared as a kid my only my only safety was the church was going to ccd every tuesday night and uh trying to convince god not to not to kill me and Aww. put me in a wall it's so funny because the point of those catechism classes was to teach you that's not how god works <laughs> you're, just, you're just there like God, please don't fucking kill me in the walls, please, Jesus Christ. Definitely something as a kid. Um, You know what's funny? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Uh, I was just looking at stuff about this movie, and this movie was number one at the box office, Disturbia, for a little while. And then do you know what finally beat it out after four weeks? Do you know what beat it? Was it Men in Black 2? Spider-Man 3. Yes. (laughs) Classic. I love that movie. Anybody here a fan of that one? No. I think it gets too much hate. I think it gets too much hate. Uh, I watched it a lot as a kid. And even as a young kid who loved Spider-Man, I was like, Something's not right about this one. I had the exact opposite feeling. The exact, I was like, oh, I was enthralled as a child. And then for a couple years, I pretended like it was bad. But it's good. In reality, it's just good. (laughs) Just to stop the kids from bullying you at school for like yeah, a right, right. Tommy Maguire. Right, right. Yeah, I hated him too in his stupid dance. Oh, what a dumb, what a dumb movie! And on the inside, I'm like, I love Topher Grace's Venom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the other movie I thought of, um, I watched it as a like a teen. Uh, was Sinister? Sinister One. 
Um, that one sounds familiar. It, it that one, whew. that that one is one of the only horror movies to give me nightmares since like Disturbia. Um, it's not particularly scary, um, but there there is a good buildup. I feel and some very scary imagery of uh, like fake snuff films. And uh, I didn't really think I knew what like the concept of what a snuff film was. Uh, so like watching these these children, have you guys all seen Sinister or no? No, no. Oh, okay. So basically, it has to do. I'm gonna do a really short synopsis. Uh, there is an old, I believe, like pagan god who um, comes to children who see him in imagery. So whether it's like a drawing, a video, a picture, uh, like once you see him in one of those images, uh, like you're dumb. Like he has a hold on you, and he enters your realm. And um, he goes after kids and he makes the kids kill their family. And then he takes the kids and their souls and like consumes them and corrupts them. Yada, yada. And um, one of the things he's done for the past couple decades is he has the kids videotape them killing their families in like brutal ways. Um, Like there's one very specific one where one of the kids like drugs the family and then ties them down to uh like lawn chairs and then pulls them into the pool and you you like watch this kid as like his family's drowning um and then it 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 pans over to like the the uh the pagan god so like the person watching this film you know then gets infected it's kind of like the ring almost where like it travels through film Mm -hmm. um or grudge whatever the one it is i'm reading i'm reading they shot all those um uh, snuff film recreations on real super eight millimeter so like that that's why they're like like they look like real snuff films because they were shot on like old film um yeah it, just like the imagery i guess of uh of those those videos was uh very haunting but like the movie itself i don't think was very scary it doesn't really rely on jump scares which i like um yeah. I have a, a pretty big problem with jump scares. I think they're a pretty cheap way to create um, scares, but they don't really create horror. I think that's what makes the movies in the theater so funny. It's like everybody jumps and then we all laugh together. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, cheap cheap shot. That's fair. I think like, uh, that's a that's a very American horror thing too. It's a very it's a very yeah. American film horror thing. The jump scare reliance. Um, I think movies that don't rely on jump scares um, are much better. They build like like building terror almost. Um, yeah, or not like, to put you on the spot, but do you have like an example of what works in that way for you? Um, I think like if you want to talk about like high horror, you know, if you want to get all elitist and and critic. Fruity today. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> things like uh, Hereditary, uh, I think, don't really rely on jump scares. They rely on like this ominous and foreboding sense of terror and dread just building up um get out was i think could be considered a horror movie and so could us i don't think either of them really rely uh both by jordan peele don't really rely on jump scares but instead this like very large building sense of dread um and i think that leaves me much more unnerved after the movie rather than like ooky spooky pennywise jumps around a corner yeah you know Mm-hmm. Um, but they definitely don't elicit the same feelings. Like obviously, I jump when Pennywise jumps around a corner. Yeah, I haven't um, seen I haven't seen the new It movies, but I think it's two things that I think are really interesting. Is that one of the 
There's a person in this movie, Sinister, you're talking about, James Ransone. He plays a character literally named Deputy So-and-so, <laughs> uh, which is mad funny. And then he's also in this new It Chapter 2. He plays Eddie as an adult. Interesting. I did oh, not know that. What I was going to say is I've always appreciated – in so there's obviously jump scares in the first original It TV serial movie thing with like Seth Green as a kid and all that. Yeah. That one has some jump scares. Like the Tim Curry It does occasionally do jump scare type things. But I would say that like primarily the majority of that movie does a good job of just sort of like scaring the hell out of you without jump like without any like abruptness. A lot of times you'll like like I don't know if you have you guys seen that original It uh, No, I've only seen the two remakes I don't uh, remember from like, the twenty tens. They're good. They're, it's it's really good, and like I, I may be giving it too much credit because I'm forgetting certain jump scares. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to act like it has none. It certainly does, but like as far as I can remember, they do a really decent job of not relying on them and using just the creepiness, the natural creepiness of, uh, of it, like as like just sort of the clown, the creepiness of the clown itself. The uh, clowns have definitely not gotten a good rap. You know, no. I think I think not in it this did podcast. To, that's for sure. <laughs> um, it did to clowns what Jaws did to sharks. I think. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, I wouldn't argue against that. I know that uh, Stephen King hated clowns, and that's a big part of why he wrote uh, Pennywise. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people are afraid of clowns. Like, not just. I guess James is movie. James is proposing that that that's because of it. Yeah, but kids though are afraid of clowns, and they've never yeah, just like in, innocent, pure kids for sure. Yeah. Do just sort yeah. of naturally. I don't know. I don't know how. It works. Oh, oh, like... Can I diverge for a crazy story for a second? Actually, yeah, I I spent um, James knows this because we were we've been friends for a long time. But Penny, to catch you, give you some proper context. <laughs> I spent some time in the hospital as a kid, about fourteen years old. I spent like ten days in the hospital oh, for wow. like a really bad bout with pneumonia. And uh, and a couple other like little issues, just ongoing pre pre existing things. But one of the wildest things that's ever happened to me, period, was I I was sleeping all the time because I was on a ton of morphine and just in general I was I was just weak. So I was sleeping mad long every day. And I woke up one time and my parents were there constantly. They they neither of them there was never a time when one of them wasn't there at least, but they were usually both there. Bless them. But I woke up one time and they were like, hey, you'll never guess what happened while you were asleep. And I really could have never guessed because they pulled out their phones and they had pictures of me surrounded by clowns. Like what? my sleeping unconscious body oh, surrounded no, no, no. by clowns. I'm not even joking, like three, four, maybe five clowns. In the Did you room. get like a and, cool balloon animal out of it or something? No, literally I wake up and I. the reason I realized something was up was I look over and there's a red clown nose on the little Oof. table oh. near my like, – like where they put your food every day, the table yeah. that hangs over the hospital bed. That's Oh my yeah, bedside table. <laughs> You're almost I, there. <laughs> I literally 
freak out. Like I'm not like I, I've probably freaked out more because of the setting and just like the stress that was already going on. But I didn't I didn't put pitch a fit or or freak out in any sort of like just like in a geek out way. Like I was geeked at the time too. I was just okay. like screaming like you guys you guys like clowns in here while I was asleep. <laughs> you let clowns dance around me. We <laughs> I I was I was okay, Freaked but out. but I just like I just like I remembered distinctly that it was such an absurd crazy thing to wake up to that I I didn't necessarily like uh, I don't think I processed it until much later. They're just watching so, you like could go yeah, like no, that. They, they were there for like a good twenty minutes talking with my parents and shit. Wow, they didn't that have is the, definitely unnerving. They didn't even wake but, you but, up. Like, so funny. Also, there were days when dogs would come in though. That was the best. Aww. <laughs> I, think his name, I think his name was Dr. Duke. He was a golden retriever. <laughs> they Dr. gotta balance the dogs coming in with clown. Yeah, like this, the, the, they're just trying to give give kids heart attacks. Yes. Shock them into healing. It was or... it was like Barnum and Bailey. It wasn't just like a, a rag group of ragtag group of like r- random clowns going around the hospital rooms. Like it was like a it was a professional clowning company. It was just like still crazy that that was that was part of their their weekly tours could you imagine that being your job like that is your calling in life i had a professor who did that for years that's amazing yeah like birthday clowns are a pretty big thing like i think in the 70s but not not clowns like that like he was trained in buffon which is like the like clowning tradition that's like super old that sasha baron cohen was trained in it's um it's like this very like body grotesque like like body horror is a big part of Buffon, but it's like um, one of the jobs that he held once was as a clowning company, they would get hired to go and like fuck up people's day at, at like an office, like for an office. <laughs> like the bosses of an office would be like, oh, here you guys go. It's practically a <laughs> day Monday. off. Yeah, happy Monday. We hired a hundred clowns to come into the office and destroy <laughs> everything and make it impossible to work. And I don't get the business model, but like apparently it is fairly popular in like high end companies. He he claimed that only once in his time doing it, which was a few years, he showed up like in his full clown outfit, full gear. He's got like these big fake boobies and like fat ass hanging around <laughs> and all this clown makeup on and he's getting ready to go and destroy the place and he walks in and sees all of the other because cl- it shifts it's so long like they go for a whole day of work so the clowns are broken up into shifts and he literally goes in right as every clown that was there is leaving all at once and they're like no like we got kicked out like they they, they told <laughs> Like they, they really couldn't handle it. And so he just got to like spend a day with his um, future husband, just like walking around in his clown gear. Cause he's already dressed <laughs> up. They just hit, like they hit the town. <laughs> just mad funny. I love that, I love that yeah. so much. Shout out Natty. Shout out uh, uh, Natty uh, Justiniano. Decent professor. Great, great person. Um, so Billy, hit me with your, your scariest slash favorite horror movie. All right. So as a child, as a child, I was rather precocious, you see. And so when I, when I looked up horror, I would only watch the best, you know? So as a, as a, as an eight year old boy, I found, uh, Dr. Dr. Cagliari's, uh, uh, cabinet of, what is it called? Uh, Dr. I have, I've literally never Dr. heard of this before. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. No, I, I, I'm Josh and it's a 1920 horror film it like created the horror genre um i haven't uh fucking seen it since i was a kid but i was just i was just putting you on i was just pulling your leg um i 
haven't watched specifically a horror movie, uh, like sat down to watch one in quite a while. Um, I plan on watching The Lighthouse soon because I'm still behind on that. If anyone's seen that, but I know uh, that that's got some, um, at least some thriller suspense vibes. I have seen it, and uh, I'm gonna throw out a hot take in that it was horrible. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, it, it seems like it, I would like it, so I'm still gonna watch it. But I, I admire that you are willing to fight the tide um, on that one. I, I really <laughs> enjoyed it um, for reasons that I shouldn't have. I thought it was funny. Um, and uh, there are definitely some parts that are meant to be funny. How long have we been on this rock? Yeah, uh, like Willem Dafoe just screaming, "Spill the beans!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I, I think it was meant to be one of those um, kind of like Oscar grabs, kind of like like an elite. It's cinema. It's not a movie. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. So I'll. I mean, we can talk about it on a future episode. I have a. Um, I have an idea. I I haven't really like can't think of like a specific one that like stuck with me as a kid, but I can think of um what is it? The uh Oh, have you guys seen um the original Oh, I asked that already. Damn. <laughs> well, we can one. edit we can edit all this okay. out, but I've got um I've got a movie that, that I'm like struggling to remember the name of um what was that oh 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 the the scooby-doo the the hex the hex the witch hex one um hex girls thank you billy um hex girls was this uh scooby-doo movie that scared the piss out of me as a kid yeah i swear to god i was scared of the hex girls but then i wasn't scared of like other like a little like probably scarier movies at the time and i have this distinct memory of crying with my dad as a little kid (laughs) i can't go to sleep like the hex girls like i can't go to sleep i'm scared of the scooby-doo movie and he was like billy i like i don't mean he was like he very much had this like i don't mean to be rude bro but like this is not the movie for you to be so scared of this isn't the one he's like is this really my son (laughs) i was yeah literally i was never that big into horror in general like no portion of my life have i been like a big horror buff but i do remember movies that terrified me do you guys know um the old hansel and gretel movie um i know of it but i've never seen it 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 was so fucking scary as a little kid it was so scary i would run behind the couch and like peek my little head over the couch and my, my best friend steph growing up Shout out Steph. My best friend Steph growing up would be <laughs> would be yelling like Billy, come on, come back. Like, come back. They're not on the screen. Uh, I did that for the Grinch too. It's funny how when you're the a Grinch, kid, like anything I was scared of Jim Carrey's Grinch. Anything that's kind of like dark or creepy is just like too much when you're a kid. Yeah, you're just overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the stimuli. You, yeah. you don't have the synapses to handle that stimuli for sure. <laughs> I remember, I, and this is stupid, but I remember being terrified of cat dog when I was like really little. That, that is dog. really stupid. <laughs> I had nightmares about cat dog like coming to kill my family. Courage the cowardly dog used to scare me. Yeah, that uh, it was just so weird. That still yeah, scares it's people. Still is scary. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to remember the first horror movie I watched. Do you guys remember like your introduction to horror? I feel like I remember talking about horror movies before I actually saw one. Like as a kid, yeah. you talk about horror movies before you see them, I feel like. I saw like Paranormal Activity. I know that's like not 
that's no that's i definitely consider that a horror movie i was pretty i've never seen it so well i've seen like the first i think i saw all three of them there's three right but those uh, I don't were know. paranormal yeah, like activity. Six now, I think. I saw. Actually, I have a funny story. Paranormal Activity three had come out in theaters, like some Halloween. I think it was on Halloween. It had come out. I think I was in like twelve. Actually, I think I was a senior in high school. But uh, me and my friends had decided, like, hey, let's go see this movie. We were at a Halloween party, but we decided, let's go see this movie. It's coming out. And I was eighteen at the time, but my friends where I think they were like 16, but you had to be 17 to get in. So I was like, oh, oh no yeah, that happened to me too. Uh, yeah, I was like, no problem. I'll get the tickets. Uh, but we were all in line together. And she was like, um, yeah, you can't buy tickets for minors unless you're 21 or older. <laughs> that yeah. happened to me once with some friends. I remember that. So we like went inside and sat in the lobby and they're like, what are we going to do? And I kid you not, my awesome uh, human anatomy teacher, shout out Mr. Helly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and he's like you know that fun super energetic teacher yeah. that everybody loves he came yeah. in and i was like mr helly what's up how's it going and he's like what are you doing? and i was like well you see <laughs> we wanted to see this movie but they won't let us in and Just i mean lady won't sell us the tickets <laughs> yeah so he was like oh and his wife was with him and she was like i'll go buy him for you and he was like oh i don't know if this is appropriate and we were like yeah let's go and i got my <laughs> My science teacher bought tickets for underage kids to see Paranormal Activity. But anyways, it was comical. Who's sorry. got the cat? Who's it's got the cat, cat action? I hear a cat. She no, don't, don't ever be sorry. Don't ever be sorry. <laughs> this, every episode of this show needs to have cats. I would love that. I should bring noodles on for next episode. That'd be, once, we, once we get webcams going, it's all cats all the time. <laughs> cat cat. Oh my gosh. Um, the first. What's your cat's name? What's your cat's name, it's Penny? Lacey. Oh, I love Lacey. Yeah, so Aww. cute. I've seen pictures, but I didn't know the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also the other stray that they picked up, but I think they gave it to uh, their in-laws. Cute. Well, your in-laws, Penny? What? Oh. Oh, yeah, to Joe's brother. Nice. Oh, nice. Brother and sister-in-law. Yeah, I, um, have, um, I have a vague idea of what the first horror movie I may have seen was. But I I cannot for the life of me remember going to like to the theater for one ever because I I got turned away once as a minor in one of those groups as well and then I just went and saw Now You See Me and that movie blew <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucked yeah literally my parents probably would never bring me to see one in no, fact never. I remember them I remember them saying I wanted to see Penny Dreadful when I was a kid because I was like my name's Penny I need to see this movie. <laughs> and she said no my mom said no and then later a couple years later my friend showed it at a halloween party and it was so it was so lame but like my parents would never let me go see stuff like that yeah no I, never no, my mom wouldn't even go see sucker punch with me and that movie was just in sepia <laughs> it wasn't even scary <laughs> she was she was like fuck no i hate scary movies um i saw the blair witch project i don't remember when but i was pretty young i've still and, never um, seen it Oh, dude, it's so good. Um, you also have to, I think, watch it with the lens of, like, this movie created found footage. Like, it, it created a genre of yeah. not just horror, but, like, movies oh, yeah. in general. And um, I didn't realize that, like, found footage was, like, not real. Um, so, like, I was like, oh, my God, this is a documentary. <laughs> like... 
like these people were killed and their their footage was found and now it's and then, a movie like, yeah and then after that i went on like a uh like a binge of found footage stuff thinking it was all real and there's um there <laughs> there's this like animal planet uh mockumentary thing called uh lost tapes and uh it's all about like cryptids um so like bigfoot and like giant squids and you know wendigos weird yeah. stuff like that and um I, I watched it and it's all through the foot like lens of found footage yeah um and i was like oh my god i was like how are we as a society still still functioning yeah i was like i was like we're ta- we're taking videos of bigfoots it's and, true and, and, and it's truly it. so hard to convey to anyone how much of a like the perfect story this is knowing you as a child because yeah. you're just the exact sort of child who'd believe in chupacabras mermaids bigfoot <laughs> like, anything I, found footage you ever saw you're like you youtube was like my worst enemy dude like i i was like a boomer child like i, I saw something on youtube and i was like this is real <laughs> nothing on youtube can be fake i was like people are oh, people no. are just taking videos and, and posting it just don't and, open uh, facebook james james and penny <laughs> yeah. have either of you ever heard of cannibal holocaust no, no. I, that sounds horrible Oh, it is. Okay, so I'm going to just talk about Cannibal Holocaust for a second because you made me think of it with something you just said, James. This is like the only this is the only movie I know of that predating Blair Witch was um supposedly like found footage when it was released. Okay. So, there was um 1980, there's this director Rogero Diodato. That's that's what I know. And uh, the writer was Gianfranco Clerici. I think these are Italian guys, I'm pretty sure. And they make this movie that is like so horrific and scary that when it's released, like a magistrate in their country like arrests them. And like <laughs> literally seizes them and like takes the movie as evidence and like charges them with obscenity and like all these other charges and the the big thing about the movie is that and this is not like I'm I'm not saying that this is a good or bad thing on the movie but it is true is that there's like real animal abuse all throughout it oh god so like cuz it's 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 called cannibal holocaust cuz it's supposedly about a group of cannibals in the amazon and so there's like scenes I know that there's one like famous scene where they like demolish a tortoise i'm pretty sure like break it open and shit alive and and i've i've never as a freak as a young little freak i remember reading about all this and like trying to find the scenes but i didn't ever watch the movie and now i'm at an age where i probably wouldn't want to unless it was in like an analytics sort of way but oh my god this movie is like this is the grandfather of found footage and then blair witch like makes found footage into its own genre like you said that's what made me think of it. It sounds like those people were just uh, sick, sickos. Just, yeah, uh, like, trying to get like, the rocks off. This, this just as much as um, Blair Witch. Like, do you remember Blair Witch was like so believed at first? Everybody like yeah. yeah. This was like that to an insane degree. Like they sent out search parties to find the people in the movie, and they were all actors. They like literally like yeah they because like the end of the movie it's like okay we found this footage but everybody's dead they've been eaten or something and, <laughs> and like um oh yeah <laughs> and then the uh i was just reading about it really quickly but yeah they they had like this like genuine 
abuse going on on set that is like filmed throughout the movie as well and it's like truly so fucked up what was like documented on on tape in this in this film yeah one of the things that's crazy to me speaking about like abuse on sets is um and i'm almost positive you know this pretty well uh is the abuse that went on for uh the shining that that stanley kubrick did oh yeah 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 Um, yeah shelly making yeah making her do like hundreds of takes back and to back to back just to make her like like frazzled and 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 tired so yeah that's set, like that set was a fucking loony bin he seems like he belonged in a loony bin which is <laughs> which is crazy because i don't know if any stories about movies like eyes wide shut having like set problems like i'm pretty sure that set was like a dream i'm gonna um, look at the production story right now i'm pretty sure there were some weird things um between tom cruise and i think his then wife um I, f- I forgot her name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise yes. were married at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I believe there was something weird, um, some weird accusations of um, Kubrick wanting them to do something weird on camera. And uh, he was, like, trying to pressure Kidman into it. And Tom was just like, ah, no, no, no. And then he was like, oh, okay, Tom said no. It's a no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Um, I'm going to look into it. But what I do know is that's the one that he – that's his last movie and he like died uh, making it, didn't he? Uh, I have no clue. I know we watched it at like 2 a.m. Yeah, we uh, watched it like 2 a.m. in your bedroom one time and I with a bunch of guys and I genuinely thought it was one of the best movies I'd ever seen. One of the best um, uses of color in a movie I'd ever seen. I think with my very limited sleep, you know, I think I was going on probably like four hours of sleep in two days. I probably also <laughs> thought it was the best movie I ever saw. Um, oh, okay. No, James. This is a quote from uh, Todd Field, who was a friend of Stanley Kubrick's. Okay. Uh, and is like an actor guy. This is right on the Wikipedia. Um, this the, It literally says... The, let's put it this way. You've never seen two actors more completely subservient and prostrate themselves at the feet of a director. So I doubt they were not doing things. I think the controversy of it is that they were married and he felt more comfortable having them do all of the sexy shit in it together. Probably. You know? Probably. Yeah. But, but like this movie was like crazy, crazy, like unfinished when he died and then just kind of got released as it was. Another weird thing about the movie, for anyone who's seen it who may listen, um, all seven of you or whatever, this <laughs> this, this movie is um, written in the script with a narrator. And then when they when they shot it, they were like, oh, that would be so hokey. He was like, that would be so hokey. And so they just cut it completely. And so much of the movie is oh. silent. Oh, it's, wow. it's yeah, it is silent. So it relies a lot on imagery. And that's the big that's the big thing about it that I loved so much when I first saw it. And then you think like damn when this was written it was written for like all these to be covered by like shitty narration and instead instead it turned out to be just so such phenomenal imagery for sure one of my, my favorite movie my favorite scene in any movie could potentially be alan cummings as the hotel doorman in that movie that's one of my favorite scenes of anything i've ever seen i'd have to rewatch it it is such a, a show stealer it's crazy it steals the whole movie and there's a lot of scenes like that in that movie very absurd like one-off interactions with wild characters like when the guy um at the costume like factory and his daughter that's all crazy that's like actually absurd but then like like farcical 
But then that that Alan Cummings scene is phenomenal. It's just like he just wants to fuck Tom Cruise so bad <laughs> the whole scene, and they he's just like constantly flirting with him and they're talking about serious shit they're talking about like um tom cruise's friend being like dragged away and beaten up from the hotel and like leaving this like mysterious letter behind but the whole time alan cummings just has these biggest these undressing tom cruise with his eyes he's just trying to fuck him so bad and it works <laughs> so well it's so good but yeah i didn't really bring a movie I, I i didn't say it outright yet but i wasn't really thinking in that way i have i have certainly um enjoyed horror movies in my time i want to say i went and saw um that one what is that one that's like the red devil in that one scene with like the chris pine looking guy um you were gonna have to be way more specific than that oh god and we have not much time what's that actor who's like in mainly in horror movies um oh wait is he the um he's he's uh, in insidious right Insidious. That's what I'm talking about. That is a good movie. I didn't see Insidious, but then I went and saw Insidious 2. I saw Insidious (laughs) Insidious 2 as well. Uh, Yeah, I didn't. didn't It was really good, though. Wait, wait, wait. Neither of you guys have seen Insidious 1, but you saw Insidious 2? I think I did see Insidious one but i just you know i don't ever remember movies very well okay i also saw insidious 2 but never saw what? insidious 1 <laughs> which is why i started geeking that is amazing maybe i wonder if this so was like funny. A, a common pop culture thing maybe it was just our age or something and the, the actor um, is the actor is patrick wilson by the way yes he's, yes he's phenomenal uh he's great He's a he's a really really good actor in all those movies that he's in all those horror movies. Uh, I believe he's in. Um, he was just in a reboot of a uh, popular horror franchise. Uh, it might have been The Exorcist. Um, or no, wait 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 wait. What's the? Um, it, it revolves around a house. The Conjuring. Maybe. Th- those Sounds right. Big. Those are big recently. Uh, he's he's like an investigator, right, or like a priest or something. I always forget he was in Watchmen. He was, yeah. He was the owl guy, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the nerdy one. What's that character's name? You know, I love Watchmen. One of my favorite graphic novels slash novels I've ever read. But I was never really able to get, like, the names down. Um, I have never read the graphic novel. You've offered it to me. Oh, uh, you the should movie, read it. The movie was Daniel very Draper. confusing to Night me. Owl. <laughs> Night Owl is the character's Hey, name. he's got the alliteration. Dan Draper. Yeah, it's still, it's still nothing to Penny Peeper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I watched Watchmen as a kid and there's like very explicit references to rape. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't know what that was as a kid. So I was like, why oh, don't shelter James? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and I was like, why doesn't the woman love the man? And the Aww. movie just didn't make sense to me. Oh, that's so um, innocent. And then I rewatched it recently. Genuinely um, so tough. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this is horrendous. It's, it's, it's crazy that you would say, why doesn't the woman love the man? Because the whole nuance of that storyline in the Watchmen comic book is that she does love him despite being raped by him. And that, that just it's, – it's, it was just crazy, crazy phrasing that you, that you picked there um, just, just based on the Alan Moore Watchmen. Yeah, nuance goes right over my round head, dude. Well, there's no fucking nuance in that Zack Snyder Watchmen. Is this that was made by Zack Snyder? I think so. Oh my god, dude. Whew. 
we're still waiting for the uh, the forty million dollars Snyder cut. Am I crazy? Oh yeah, no, it was Zack Snyder. It was. It, it that's the one. That's the first one that uses Hallelujah, and then I think he's used Hallelujah in like every fucking movie he's made since. Well, wait a second. First off, Shrek used it, and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I will always no, associate you're, that. You're wrong. Shrek. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm talking about the original Hallelujah, the Leonard Cohen one. Not the one used in Shrek. The one used in Shrek is the popular one, but the original no is the original is a song by Leonard Cohen. I believe you. You know, you're coming King, to this with King a lot more Montreal. authority than, than I am. Yeah, and I could be lying. I could have made up every goddamn word I said in this whole fucking thing. Yeah, but you said it with confidence, and really, you <laughs> just gotta fake, fake it till yeah. you make it. So, like, yeah. um, but we are just about out of time. I mean, this has been fun. Uh, so we are going to be posting episodes weekly on various things, whether it's movies, mostly movies and TV shows, uh, books, anything really. Uh, next episode could be about an anime. Uh, the one yeah, after that could be rom-com. Uh, the one after that could be noir. Um, or we could just have a whole a whole month of Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, we don't really know. <laughs> Um, I just fucking know that the moment this stops, I'm gonna think of a horror movie that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, probably. We'll put it in the I'll notes. bring it. I'll bring it to the next episode. I'll make some. I'll write it down. Yeah, we'll add footnotes to the beginning yeah. of next episode. Yeah, fast. Um, but we might even have a name for the podcast next episode. But <laughs> you'll have to tune in and find out. Uh, and that is the end of the first episode of Unnamed Podcast. All right, thank you guys, seriously, if you're listening. And thank you guys for talking to me for an hour. That was a fun time. Yeah, it was real nice. And you you will you will die by my sword, James. <laughs> okay. Bye, Patty. Right, see ya. Bye.